4: When this happened you talked about it on the fan.
2: Odell Beckham
0: Jr. made the catch Ridiculous. with one hand for the touchdown. Wow, what a catch by the rookie. Ridiculous.
4: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan 101.9 FM and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
5: C-Mac coming off the overnight, phone in for B.T., yep. who's off Friday and Monday. He's away with Colts baseball tournament. Good luck to them. Hope they have fun. Well-deserved day off or two here for B.T. We started the show way back at 10 a.m. Talking about the Knicks off of last night. Knicks getting beat by the Golden State Warriors. But just the fact that, for me, the damage has already been done to this season. I'm not saying the Knicks can't – you can't enjoy watching them the rest of the way or have hope. But the reality is Randall is hurt, and it was a significant injury. And while he may come back, he's not going to be 100%. And the way that the Knicks were playing once they got Anunobi, everything was going perfect. They they perfectly. They brought in Anunobi. It fit well. Randall playing at a high level. Brunson obviously going from you know uh, star to superstar or all star, whatever you want to say. They were on top of the NBA for an extended period, and then the injuries started to come. And once that happens, while you can hold out hope that these guys will come back. The reality is the damage is done. And the hopes of the Knicks being a championship team this year or a team that could legitimately get to the Eastern Conference Finals this year, for me, C-Mac, yeah. those hopes are gone.
6: Don't take it away from us, Al. I still ha- <laughs> I don't do it. I still have faith. I do. Because I watch this team and
5: I recognize
6: that it's a bunch of role players in Brunson trying to hold, hold this thing above water. And they're not capable of it. And we knew that then. And you talk about that perfect element and everything was perfect. We knew that that was January, and even with Ananobi and Brunson, it wasn't, uh, and, uh, Randall, excuse me, it wasn't going to be perfect forever. Right now with the injuries, we are seeing that this team, as deep as it is, is deep with excellent role players who fit around the stars in a way that no other teams in the East would have trouble with, and that's what we had faith in, that's what we believed in. We never believed they were super talented, and we're going to run through the Eastern Conference. We knew that with the stars they had and the surrounding pieces, around it and the way they played as a team and as deep as they were that they possibly could overcome beating more talented teams and being the first team in forever to take the Knicks back to the NBA Finals. That team is still alive. That goal of a deep talented team with role players who fit perfectly, who are coached by Tibbs that dream is still alive as long as we are waiting for Ananobi and and Randall to come back and I am not giving up on
5: it. Yeah, and for me it kind of, it hit me the realization, I think it was the match. Mavericks game several weeks back where right. I was just like, uh, this team, who am I kidding? <laughs> like, they're not a championship team. And then people, and I came on the next day and said that, and I'm like, oh, you're going off of the, the reaction based off of the loss. No, it wasn't that. Think of the things that have happened since the Knicks were at their apex, right? right? Since they reached their peak this year after the Ananobi trade. Think of what's happened. Not only the Randall injury, not only the Ananobi injury, Hartenstein getting banged up as well. Obviously, the record has not been as good. And Mm -hmm. the trade deadline came and went without them adding the piece that I thought they should add or needed to add to be a legitimate championship team. When you put all that together, the deadline, that can't be fixed with Burks and Bogdanovich. And I didn't love those moves anyway. The fact that Randall may come back, but is not going to be 100% healthy the rest of the way. The fact that their position in the standings is going to be worse than what it was mm-hmm. pre injury. All those things lead me to believe that this is not the year. Now, it doesn't mean the Knicks can't win a championship next year because I believe right. they can based on you know, what they do in the offseason and be legitimate contenders going in, right. but this year, to me, the high hopes that I had are gone.
6: Well, you mentioned look what happened when the injuries happened. I'll point out some positives. I think Achua has established himself right. since the injuries as someone who really you can rely on, who is getting 17 rebounds, who's got good hands around the basket, who I feel is no longer just a throw in in that trade, has really stepped into a role where you feel like he's the legitimate piece on this team. Look at Hartenstein. He's dealing with injuries. Hopefully he can get better, but when Mitchell went down and what he was able to accomplish and and what we think of him moving forward. And DiVincenzo, let's not forget, the second the Ananubi trade ha- uh, the injury happened, he stepped up and became that second scorer and was shooting the lights out. What you've learned is he can't do it for a month. What you've learned is, is he can't be counted on on such a level. But can he do it in short spurts? Can he do it when called upon in a big series, in a big game, in a big moment? I think he proved that when he needed to step up, he could. He can't do it forever, and that's what you're learning. These role players can't step in and be the cause of Winning, But they can be those additions, and I think if you even talk about some of the early reactions and early, you know, question marks immediately after the injuries, they did step up, and DiVincenzo stepped up, and Achua stepped up, and Hartenstein stepped up. They can't step up for a month, but when the injuries come back, if they can fit mm-hmm. for for a while and get their legs back under them and not be asked to do so much for so long, I I think they did show you that they can be part of a depth rotation that's as deep and talented as anyone in the East.
5: Yeah, the Bucks have been playing much better, so yeah. the Knicks dropping a little bit. Sixers yeah. have their own issues I've- with Embiid being out, but you get the Magic, Pacers, Heat all within a game and a half of the Knicks as well, mm-hmm. which could potentially lead to a less favorable matchup. BT and Sal on the fan. C-Mac off the overnight and on the midday for BT, who was off. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Josh is in Poughkeepsie. What's up, Josh?
7: Hey, what's up, fellas? What's uh, going, going on, back? Josh? How you guys doing? How are you, Josh? Good, buddy. Sal, in case that uh, last caller that thinks you want to punch Rick Smith in the face in the street, Really thinks it's going to happen. I live right next to Maris here, so I can. he stops by all the time, I'll let him know. Oh, yeah. let him
5: know
7: a couple of
6: uh, hosts at the fan hate his guts. Yeah,
7: let me know when he's in town. I
6: wouldn't punch I him, but say, I, I hate I can't stand the guy. Hated him. <laughs> hated
7: him. I, I got to say, growing up here, I, I loved him, obviously. Went to Maris. see him go to the NBA. But... Mm-hmm being a diehard Knicks fan that completely changed after a few oh. first few series that they had in the playoffs. Right. It's actually oh. a
5: compliment to say how much no we doubt. hated him because he was such a good freaking yeah. player. Oh, I hated watching oh. him run back on
6: defense after hitting a shot. Like, I hated everything about and
5: him. And when I say I wanted to punch his face, I meant, like, you know he had that doofy <laughs> look. Yeah. You I don't know. No, he's a throw. he had a oh. Doofy look to him. That's oh what my I meant. God.
7: The only thing I disagree with you guys today on is the fact that Randall is the more important piece than... Ananobi. Okay, and I say that because when he got when they, they got that trade and they went on that run in January, mm-hmm. the big thing there was the fact that they were holding teams to a hundred points or less. Yep. almost that whole entire month, mm-hmm. and that was because of Ananobi and the way he made that team click. Now I get Julius coming back is important too, but even if Julius comes back at seventy-five percent, he still takes pressure off of Brunson. They can't double team Brunson like that Laker game where they realized that Brunson was going to run all over them, they started double-tearing as soon as he crosses the half-court line. So even if Julius doesn't come back 100%, as long as OG comes back and is able to play the way he can, I think that's the more important thing for the next. Yeah, well, a that's run. that's
6: not the question. The, the 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 question wasn't who do you need back at one hundred percent or whatever. The question was which player if you if ran if only Randall or only uh Ananobi can come back who's more important. And while I understand your point about the defense and yeah, his addition solidified the team and took them to that next level. If you ask me which team is better, I need that secondary scorer. That's what you need. Once you get that secondary scorer in Randall, that other guy who can create his own shot and score for this team, then the Ananubi comes in and solidifies the team and makes them what we thought they could be. But Ananubi doesn't do that. He doesn't get his own shot. He's a corner three. He's a defensive guy. He helps, no doubt about it. But... You, if you want to win some games at all, you got to have that second scorer for this team. There's no doubt for me. I need Randall back more than I need
5: Ananobi. Back. Yeah, without Randall, and there this is not no... to knock Ananobi. No, yet. it's not. Right, there is no. Ananobi and the and the, right. the the team being complete. No. Randall's a major part of that. No doubt. That's my biggest issue. You can even talk about Ananobi I don't care the shooting elbow, whatever, he'll come back fine. Yeah. Hardenstein limited, maybe he gets healthier the Achilles. Mitch Robinson comes back. I mean, my biggest issue here, mm-hmm. the biggest mental hurdle for me to to get back to believing that the Knicks could go to the NBA Finals and potentially win a championship is Randall. Because I love Randall that much, but also three of the last four regular seasons, hasn't done it in the postseason. This was going to be the year, I thought, that he took that next step with the supporting cast around him and being healthy. Remember last year, he wasn't healthy in the playoffs. yeah. Yeah. So I know it's a different injury, but the fact that it's a significant injury. There was talk a couple weeks ago about him potentially having to shut it down for surgery. Yeah. If you read the post this morning with Steph Bondi and Channing Fry, they're talking about how challenging it's going to be on Randall. Now, Randall's tough. He's physical. He's going to want to come back and do it. Fine. But he's going to have to go through a lot. It's not going to be the way that it would have pre-injury. That's my issue, is how important Randall is. And I feel like a lot of Nick fans are minimizing that. Yeah,
6: there's there's no minimizing it. I, I, I agree with you. He needs to come back, and he needs to be himself. He needs to be that guy who, you know, really, once... Wants- I mean, what do you have? Like a bad three or four games. Remember the start of the year? He got off to this terrible start. Since that, right? I mean, he went on an absolute tear for a while. They need him to be that guy if they want to win. There's no doubt about it. So, uh, while I'm not, I'm not as sure about it as you are. I still think there's a very good chance he comes back and is that guy.
5: Michael is calling from Plainview. What's up, Michael?
8: Hey, how are you, Sal? You know, I don't know if you know this, but I really, uh, I really like you, and I agree with a lot of your points. Last week, I was minimizing how. We needed Randall, but after seeing what happened, and I got off to such a slow start yesterday, he is critical because with everybody being healthy, they have a hard road to go against Boston and Milwaukee. Now, without him being at a, a top, a top, maybe we'll hope that we have to get a little offense out of Mitchell Robinson because uh, <laughs> Hartenstein, as great as he is, he doesn't. He's not an offensive threat. Well, neither is Mitchell,
3: Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, Matter of fact, he's even worse.
6: I, I agree. Yeah. I think Hartenstein's the better offensive right. option there. He's not I, as I, quite. I, he's not quite as good a rebounder or a defensive presence or a rim protector. But offensively, I actually like
5: Hardenstein better. I, I
8: think. I think it's just the opposite. I, personally, listen. This is. What yeah, I disagree with you. Yeah, Mitch, yeah, Mitch,
5: but Mitch does doesn't have disagree. a. Yeah, which is great. Which is fine, Michael. But Mitch doesn't have an offensive game.
8: He does, too. He's an inside presence when they feed him the ball. He's got that turnaround bank shot that Hartenstein doesn't have. I think you really got to look at that. Mitchell at Robinson him.
5: has a turnaround bank shot. He
8: has turn, He got when he when when they feed him inside. He's got that turnaround bank shot when he's down low. I di- I disagree.
6: I no I I disagree. Well, I whatever. Like, well, either I mean, way. Either way. Yeah. It's it's not then yeah. Neither of them are good enough. I would even say even if you like his game, neither of them have the offensive game to really talk about being an impact part of their well, offense. Right. It just it right. doesn't.
8: Randall has to. Randall has to be the guy in order for us to have any kind of a shot. Yeah, do we expect him to go fourteen and two in the playoffs? Obviously not. But without Randall being anywhere close to where he was, I think that we're gonna I think we'll make an appearance. We'll go we'll go one series, maybe in the second series we're gonna be out because without him, we're not
5: I'm not even sure, and- Michael, and thank you for the call. We appreciate you listening. I'm not even sure the Knicks are gonna get out of the first round, and that's what I felt earlier in the week, C Mac. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not a knock on them, it's just right. the circumstance. That it's going to be difficult. Let's assume Embiid comes back healthy, at least somewhat healthy for the Sixers. Right. Um, by the way, I don't, like if you had a guess right now where you think the Knicks finish, where do you think that they finish in the Eastern Conference? Six. Yeah. Okay. So Six. You, then you're not even worried about the Sixers. Then you're going to get the Bucks in the first round. Right. Bucks or even the Cavs in the first. What round. What
6: happened to the Bucks in the first round last year?
5: Oh, I know. I'm not saying it can't
6: happen. There might be added pressure to get out of the first round. You might want to get a better team as opposed to having a you know cakewalk first round and then seeing them as they've gotten their steam. You, you think the like, Knicks are beating the Bucks in the first round? You really think that? If, if, if you if, had a bet on it. Well, right now, at the moment, no, because I don't see what... I. If they come back, if they are if they have a month of playing basketball with OG yeah. and with Randall and look like they did in January, yeah, I think there's a chance. Did you not think so then back... I Here's, did. here's our fundamental question. No, no,
5: I did. You don't think they can get back to January. I by, under no circumstances. I don't think they'll ever get back well, to their peak, yeah. and I also think the Bucks have figured it out a little bit since then. Now, and I'm not talking about championship, now we're talking about first round. Right. Like, beating the well, Bucs in the second round.
6: Well, that's what we were talking It's the same conversation only because of where the Knicks are now. Now you're talking about getting out of the first round, but ultimately you're talking about beating the Bucs or the Celtics. The only difference was we thought that they could avoid those type teams right. Early in the on. first round. What now about, you're
5: not going to be able to avoid Well, them. maybe for the first two rounds. What about, right. the, what about the Cavs?
6: Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I know the Cavs are a different team and they're playing unbelievably well. Uh, I think there's something about matchups and I think there's something about uh, playoff teams. And... I like I like Mitchell. He's had struggles in the postseason. Mm. Uh, he's had he faded with you know, Utah and uh, what he's uh, last year. The Knicks beat them up. The Knicks physically dominated. Yeah, the Yeah, Knicks Cavs. were
5: better last year. I, I'd be worried about that matchup this year. You got Miami right yeah. there, Indiana, Orlando, all right there. I just again, I mean, if you're worried about Orlando and Indiana, then you're worried. Period. Oh because no the doubt about be it. Better than them, but right now I'm not so sure. I think it's going to be a difficult matchup. Anyway, in the first round, but if you if the Knicks fall back mm-hmm. and and look, maybe they finish lower than six. Who knows? And they have to play in the playing game, and then get you know right. potentially the Cavs or Boston or who knows the Bucks in the right. first round. It just makes things to me. Uh, that much more difficult, and that's also part of why I yeah. don't have that same... I don't think they're ever going to get back right. to that team. No,
6: well, listen. The, the moment of thinking this Nick team could win enough games to be a three-seed, or that's gone. I agree with two you. Two-seed, even. T- two-seed, even. Whatever our hopes were. Whatever the pie in the sky, yeah. oh, my God, this Nick team could be a two-seed and, and have an easy first round and not have to really be challenged until the the, the second or third right. round five. That's gone. I agree with you. The damage is done on that scenario. But that's, the question is can they ever become wherever they wherever they start that journey right
3: wherever, wherever they finish whatever in the regular what, season.
6: whatever when they get back wherever they are seated whatever the case may be when they are healthy again Can they ever recover, not where they were or the the pie-in-the-sky hopes, but can they ever recover and be that same team that made us believe in that pie-in-the-sky moment? And I still do think so. They'll be starting from a position where they won't get the two-seed, but are they that same team that we believe can be dangerous in the postseason? And I still have the dream that that's possible.
5: Yeah, and that is where we fundamentally disagree, where I don't. I want to believe that. Right. I just... You've been beaten down, Sal. Yeah. You've been beaten down, well, but it's be impossible realistic. to... It's hard to envision. I told you I felt this way last year. It's easy year. to feel this way. I i, I know it's different. The, you know, different sports, not apples to apples yeah. here. But I felt this way last year with Diaz. Once I saw right. that injury, I knew right. that it was over. Like the right. dreams of winning a World Series, of beating the Braves in the division, right? I knew it was over. But right. what did I do? I said, ah, you know what, I started to make, <laughs> yeah, they could be all right, all right, he's a close, yeah, he's great, but right. they'll figure it out, they'll get somebody to the deadline, maybe they could be okay, yeah. even against my better judgment, and obviously the season went in the toilet right out of the gate, mm-hmm. and this, to the Knicks' credit, hasn't gone in the toilet, now, 4-8 no. in February is not very good, yeah. but I just, I know better, and to, you know, this, to win a championship, I know. you need a lot which, to go right. Which makes me, honestly... If, they, if nothing ever
6: changed, if they didn't have the injuries, you would still on some level have that feeling in the pit of your stomach like, the
5: Knicks can't win this thing. The, Real, N- the Knicks can't win this m- thing. Maybe, but I did say at that time, at their apex, that they could. I'm not putting yeah. a ceiling on it. Would there be doubts going into of the course. playoffs? Of course. Yes, but not like this. Yeah. You, I would be feeling well, You like, have wow, to see it. Everything's clicking. They made the perfect trade. It works out well. They're right. deep. Why not the Knicks? But now there's a clear reason to me Why not the Knicks? And it's because of the injuries where I feel like the damage has been done. BT and Sal on the fan. C-Mac filling in for BT. We'll come back, take more of your calls on the other side. We didn't just talk Nick so far today. We also talked some baseball with the Yankees as well. We'll get into th- Why?
0: Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home home internet during peak hours. Okay. Over. Stop the wise and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.
1: Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley's Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 months
5: At your calls on the other side. BT and Sal with cmac in for BT on the fan.
4: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app.
5: BT and Sal on the fan. C-Mac is in for BT on this Friday. We are talking Knicks the majority of the day. Also talk some Yankees, of mm-hmm. course. Twenty. Just heard the promos. We went to break. Twenty-seven days oh, till opening day. I can't wait. Are you going to the Yankee home opener? Oh, you know it. You have season tickets or <laughs> no, no? I do not. What do you do? You just go to a bunch of games on your, or you. Do yes. you even go to a lot of games? Yes. Anymore? Well,
6: I mean this this past year I didn't for whatever reason. Um, and then I had the transition to the the show mid season right. and they were awful. But uh. Yeah no listen they they do a great job i get tickets from the station uh you know i'll i buy a handful of tickets throughout the year i go as i go but um opening i went to opening
5: day you already bought your tickets
6: opening day no i'm going to I'm going to go back there and throw my hands in the air and go,
5: please, pretty, oh, please. Oh, we have
6: that many that opening
5: day?
3: Opening day yeah. is usually like I mean, a big I'll,
6: thing. No? no, I found it. Oh, I okay. usually find it. Oh, they usually oh. take care of me. Oh, all right. Uh, but that's when I had carton juice or uh, Francesca yeah, juice. Yeah, I don't know. you got overnight no, juice. Now I'm on my own juice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Good luck I don't, with know, that. If I, <laughs> I don't know if I got McMon- <laughs> McMonagle juice. doesn't sound as sexy. It's a mouthful. Yeah.
5: Oh, there is no overnight juice. I tried. Uh, do you remember <laughs> but I'm before- looking forward to it man I
6: love you know me I'm uh, baseball is my number one I love baseball
5: yeah we're going to be out there it's fun it's, it's yep. going to be weird for me Yankees like there's just no I don't hate the Yankees obviously the way that I used to sure but it's still if you believe that sure God. yeah right there's still no like I didn't grow up going there right. and every time I did it was a feeling of I was a visitor right in a dominant historic yeah. you know the fan base wow like, like uh, in, a, in, a, in an environment that I'm not familiar with right and that just never goes away, sure. regardless of if you hate them or not, or you're right. just going to see a ball game. Like, yeah. I still feel like I'm in enemy territory. Ter- exactly right. I, I mean, listen, you I would not get
6: used to it. Yeah, I don't feel that way going into City Field. Yeah, That's different. Right now. Yeah, I don't think no, there isn't. There's no feeling. I'm you just... never
5: felt that before, even no.
6: at Shea. Nothing? No. Did you ever go? Yeah, a handful. I not don't... as much. I mean, I went to mainly Yankee. Met games. Why so then, is it then? Why am I intimidated? Well, I can't. I can't uh, begin to describe the depths of you. I have no idea why you no, feel that way. No, but it's just a
5: Mets Yankees thing. I think right?
6: there is. Well, listen. There's the little brother syndrome. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. You guys. It's. It's always. Like I, Derek Jeter said it in his uh, in the yeah, Yankee. Uh, it's yeah, the you know, Mets. The
5: Mets. It's the Mets. Do you know? That's do you it. remember? Do you remember the playoff game that you and I went to together?
6: I talk about it fondly. It's one of my favorite moments, no doubt
5: about it. Well, was that it just was... you and I sitting? No, at... it was well at that moment when A. Rod hit the home run. Yes. It was just you and I. Well, but we went... I remember more specifically Mauer hitting the ball down the line in left field right. that they called foul, yes. and it was a fair ball. <laughs> you can see it clearly yeah, right where we are sitting. We I were in was the, foul. Second, the second row, what, right? Were well, those Mike what, seats, they must have been.
6: No, yeah, no, it was front row second of the level. second level so right behind home plate. They perfect are seats.
5: Perfect so seats. So it seats back yes. in the day. Did yes. we go with him to the game? Yes, and, and Eddie left.
6: and And it was me, you, Eddie, him, and I don't know if Julio came in, or maybe it was Julio and not Eddie. But him and, him and Mike left, and it was just me and you. Right.
5: I remember it, at some point, I remember being just us. Yes. And I remember the freaking Maurer play. Yes.
6: And I remember the Alex Rodriguez game-tying two-run home run in the bottom of the ninth
5: more, for whatever reason. Yeah, well, I don't even I don't remember know that what, at all. You don't remember? Maybe, maybe it was just me at that moment. What point did the Maurer thing happen?
6: I guess that was the seventh or eighth
5: inning. And then A. Rod tied it ninth, hundred percent. I hundred percent he tied. Oh, I must it in have the blacked ninth. out after the Mal. No, yeah, no. Like, Here he hits the two
6: hundred home run, and then the the bullet line drive home run from Teixeira to win it. Oh, that was a great. I I definitely maybe I I remember God, you being there with me. I don't have
5: those. I remember but maybe being... it was
6: maybe it was just me at that moment. Mike definitely left. Let's, let's be fair. Mike left. He was not there with us at the end of that game. It was just me. So
5: there's a chance that maybe I left. I I
6: know for a fact. I remember me and you watched a little bit of that game. You did not leave with my The
5: Mauer play I remember specifically with you. I remember being there for you. Anyway. That was but 2000. Yes, we have a lot of... Uh, was that 2009? 2009. Yeah, that's, the, 2009. That's,
6: that's when A-Rod elevated. And that's why that banner sits there today. Oh, God. Because Alex Rodriguez carried the New York Yankees to its only championship since the year 2000 back in 09, when he was unbelievable. And it started with that two-run game-tying home run against uh, yeah. uh, the no, it Twins. It started the
5: with a bad call with Joe Mauer, who hit a double down uh, oh, line please. and let you know, The whole Yankee started.
6: dynasty yeah. started with uh, you know, Jeffrey Mayer yeah, making yeah, a I catch in right field. Well. Yeah, okay. I remember well. That well. The the great there ones is- get breaks,
5: Al. <laughs> that is true. Mike there's a, a no hitter
6: somewhere that doesn't should uh, be a no hitter. Hey, hey, things I'll, happen.
5: I'm with you. Mike is in Staten Island. What's up, Mike? <laughs> exactly, Chris.
8: That's not a no hitter. Anyway, oh yeah,
5: okay. <laughs> and then that's not a championship. I'll oh, get back to no hitter. You get back oh, to championships. <laughs> You're at 24 and counting. Full, full
8: up in the air, like you wouldn't see how you could be blinded up to see that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, what are they
5: going
8: to talk about again?
6: Spencer Jones. You want oh, to talk yeah, about Spencer right. Jones? Yeah,
8: That's right. Yeah, Chris. I mean I mean I've been watching baseball a long time. Since when is um <clears throat> there are more than three outfielders playing in a baseball game? Where are you gonna play this guy when he comes up?
6: Where is Spencer Jones gonna play?
8: Yeah, I mean you, 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 you we're gonna resign Soto, right? I, I hope know, I hope so. Perfect. I don't know for a fact. Okay. I mean Sal
6: doesn't think so. No, I don't. So they might need a left okay. fielder. Or a right, right fielder. We,
8: we're, we're Dominguez. Where's Dominguez gonna play? Center field Martian. Center uh,
6: so he's gonna play Jones center gonna field. Play? Judge is going to play right field, and Spencer yeah, Jones is playing left. Stan? Stan's going to be the D.H. and or bench player or not I'm on the team you, anymore. Mike, that's why you trade him oh, for oh, Corbin no, Burns. You, there's value, exactly. too, listen, there's look, value,
8: too, to a one-year rental. Yeah, you can't look, trade look, your best prospect. Hold, why are we hoarding these prospects? You're not hoarding them. We are We haven't. Look who we did with the Mateo guy who turned out to be nothing, really. Look, at who Mateo had a good and year. And I mean, it didn't impact the Yankees so much. Yeah, I understand that. It took him five years to get good.
6: All right, so good. Well, you're right. Maybe they should have traded away Judge. That would have been a good idea. You
8: wouldn't you, you take Burns. You wouldn't take Burns. Not for
5: Spencer Jones. You can't do it. See, I would have in this year, Mike, and thank you can't for the call. It. I would have for this year. And I look, I get how certain. Like can't Is it, is it smart it. to give up that type of prospect with that potential, whether he pans out or not, mm-hmm. for a one year rental? Yeah. Well, it is if you win a World Series. I mean, sometimes you got to make those decisions, and the, my biggest issue with the Yankees and Cashman in recent years, CMAC, yeah, is that they have been reluctant to do either or. Mm-hmm. They haven't gone all in yeah. on trading the prospect, whether it's you know for Luis Castillo, which is fine. You know, they're not going to give up Volpe, okay, whatever. Right. Looking back, yeah, you, right. But but I could also counter and say, yeah, well, you trade Volpe, you get Luis Castillo, and you sign Corey Seager. How about that? And they didn't want to do that, right. so they've been they haven't been all in on giving up prospects, and they haven't been all in. Uh, in free agency. And that has added up to a team that hasn't been to a World Series since 2009. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree. Since we I we're mean, the stands together. Well, yeah, I mean, I, exactly.
6: I know. Well, listen, last year they, they chose, and I was furious about it, they chose to just neglect left field. And they told you, oh, we'll take care of it. We'll see. Oh, you know, Os- Oswaldo Cabrera had a nice finish to the season the year before. And Hicks, we, we still have faith in. They chose to go without a left field after talking about left field all offseason. And then what happens at the deadline? Bellinger gets hot with the Cubs. They take him off the market. Reynolds signs a long-term deal with the Pirates. And suddenly there is no left fielder available at the trade deadline. I thought it was ridiculous. It's terrible. This year, they, they did... They've plugged up all the absolute holes that they have they did put a hundred at some point they put one hundred and sixty million dollars into a starting pitcher last year they They have a top prospect who everybody loves theres value to that guy i 'm not saying you can't trade Spencer Jones you can't trade him for a one year pitcher you just can't do it that 's not how smart decisions are made as we talk about well you know uh uh, Cohen didn't become a billionaire by making mm-hmm. bad decisions. Well, the Yankees didn't become the Yankees by making bad decisions.
5: But they also haven't been a World Series because they're not making I aggressive decisions. At least That's That's in fair. part. That is Corey fair. is in Patterson, New Jersey. What's up,
8: Corey? Hey, I'm calling. I've been listening all morning. And listen, I got to say, as a Yankee fan, I haven't been this excited coming into a season in quite some time. Yep. For the last, for the last couple of years, all we've talked about is these prospects, these prospects. Yet we've never seen them play. Finally, we saw a little piece of it. But coming into the season and seeing the potential in Volpe, seeing the potential in Cabrera, Peraza, Austin Wells, Jason Dominguez, I'm just, you know, to, to what that last caller was saying, how, you know, you have these prospects playing the same position, you're absolutely right. You cannot get rid of Spencer Jones for a one-year rental, considering you have Juan Soto at the end of the year that you have to prioritize. No doubt. he so might by, He might so go. By, yeah, by doing that, all you're doing now is now you have Corbin Burns and you have Juan Soto to pay. Right, and but but, to, earned-
5: but to the, that's fair. But to the caller's point, let's just say that the Yankees do extend Juan Soto and they have Aaron okay. Judge who's not going where and they have Dominguez. Where exactly is Spencer Jones fitting
8: in there? See, I, that's a conversation for at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh,
6: well, why You you trans you transition him to the first base. You, you do something. You figure out a way to get him in, or you trade him for a more valuable piece—a pitcher with more controllable years, or, or something that fits the team. I can't do it for a one-year rental. That's the thing. Then Even-
5: don't then don't tell us you're going all in. Because they're not. Um, not. All in is going to get the best players at any cost. Go get Josh Hader. Imagine if the Yankees signed Josh Hader and traded for Corbin Burns. Forget Spencer Jones. mm -hmm. They trade Spencer Jones. You're not worried about him because he's not going to have an impact on the team this year. But the Yankees right now, in addition to what they have, have Corbin Burns and Josh Hader. How are you feeling about them now? A little bit
6: better, but do I guarantee them a championship?
5: No, nothing's guaranteed. I mean, and, And if you look at it, quite
6: honestly... The last And I was against giving uh, Hater money, too, because I look at the Yankees, and the one thing they've done best is develop a bullpen. And if you look at the numbers, I know people might sound crazy, look at the numbers, Holmes is almost as good. That's how oh, good Clay on. Holmes has been. Look, I'm telling you, look at
5: it. Look yeah, at his numbers. I'll, They're almost yeah, But big. maybe that's the problem. They're looking at the numbers instead yeah. of looking in reality. And what's, what, really? What's yeah. Hater won? Well, in the postseason, who do you want? What's Hater out of won? game? Remember, what's Hater 1? No, no, I, I understand it. Hater's been a beast, though. Yeah, he has. Yeah. But... Who who do you? I'm asking you. Who yeah. who do you feel more comfortable about closing out a game in the postseason? One run game. Yeah, postseason I, I mean, I, October I, I, baseball. I, I, a little chill in the air. I
6: suppose Hader, but I don't. Not not for the money that it might cost me I, to sign Juan Soto. Like I, I don't. I, 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 I'd rather Villegas than Clay Holmes. I don't care what the stats say. Clay Holmes, he's man. excellent. Oh God, his he's really good. But he has moments, no doubt about it. But he's really good. He's one of the best relievers in the sport. That's what he's been. If you look at his numbers, that's what he's been.
5: And even if even so, but you, you pair him with Josh Hader, you build yeah. a super pen.
6: I I get that. And, yeah, listen, they didn't go all in, all in, all in. I, I, I was the first one to say that. But it's good enough to win. And we do want to see some of these prospects. I, and, but the one thing I'll push back to, I, 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 I get mad about this. Because mm-hmm. now two people, if you mind for a second, with the, the, the courting of the prospects and we never see them. I'm sorry. Did, like, 2017 not happen? Do we forget this? I know it's a long time ago now, but this is what the, the Yankees are trying to build up their their prospects and play them. I understand there's been a handful of prospects in the meantime, I guess Peraza and different things, or, uh, you know, who have lost their way. But if you look at that 17 team, they have Bird at first base, they have Gleyber Torres at second base, they have Judge in right field, Gary they have Sanchez. Gary Sanchez yeah. at Yeah, what catcher. happened to three of they those guys? So, well, failed major. The number one reason why the Yankees are where they are from 2017 to now is the lack of major league development of the baby bombers. There's no doubt about it. But we make it sound like we've never tried to accomplish and play young kids before, and Cashman hoards the prospect. The, the damn whole lineup was freaking young kids from inside the farm system. That's what they're trying to do now with Wells and Volpe, but, and and you don't want to trade guys like Jones for rentals. I'm open to move them. You're right. Is there a logjam of outfielders if they sign Juan Soto, who's only 25 years old? Yes. Or 26 years old? Yes. There becomes a logjam. Could you transition to another p- position? Maybe. Can you trade them? Absolutely you can. You can't, no matter how much you're all in, there's Value you can't trade your top prospect. The Orioles didn't do it. Nobody's clamoring. for You know the Orioles didn't have to do it. Why should the Yankees have to do it? Like I I, I don't understand. They you, don't have to do it, right. but then you
5: don't get the player that you want. No, you don't. You don't get the you don't get Burns, who I wanted. Don't get me wrong, I wanted it. They didn't want to trade Volpe for Luis Castillo at the trade deadline, right? You got Anthony Volpe now. Right. But you also and, got I, Frankie Montas instead. I, I understand that. But at it's least they- Pretty big they tra- difference from Montas and Luis Castillo. I guess.
6: Again, you like to throw this around because you said it before. What would Castillo do with the with the uh, Mariners? Yeah. Well, How I many championships the they win?
5: I No, I get that. But he could have right. helped the Yankees. He, he could have helped been the, the difference Yankees. maker that year. He, he might have been. And instead, we're sitting here saying, well, they still haven't been to a World right. Series since 2009. No, Be- they need to do more. They need to do more. But this year is good enough. to. They're, they've made enough.
6: I mean, they have made enough. Like, how much? They're at the top threshold. Like, how much do you want the Yankees to do? More.
3: Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing. However, you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast.
6: This is Tony Kornheiser Show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
5: BT and Sal on the fan. C-Mac off the overnight on the midday. In for BT on this Friday. More your calls on the other side. Knicks, Yankees have been the talk on the day.
4: When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the
5: windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed.
4: Strike three.
5: He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter.
4: When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app.
5: Brandon Tierney, of back on The Fan, although BT is off. We got C-Mac off the overnight on the middays for the day. Up in here. This is DMX. Yes. Yeah, I, I never liked this song. Nah.
6: You? No, I mean, I, I was... I, I like DMX, and there was a time where I mean he was on top of the world. Yeah, he was I as big as it gets. But hey, yeah, you used no, to compare I, him to Tupac, I was like, come on. Yeah, he's not Tupac. I, I never thought he was like as great as he was in that moment. He did have the moment though. And, and, and rough ride.
5: I mean that song. Right, like, this song though, I never liked. Yeah. Like I like DMX. I was a fan of his. Yeah. But this song in particular, everybody yeah. loved. I hate. I just hate the beat. I'm more of a beats guy. Did you? Um. Speaking of which, we'll get back to the calls here in a second. C Mac with Sal here eight seven seven three three seven. Sixty six, sixty six. Did you watch that documentary on Netflix? I know you're a big music guy. Yeah, the We Are the World one. I haven't yet. No, okay. Have you heard about this?
6: Yeah, I've seen. I've I've scrolled past it a million times and just never made the. Everybody,
5: Hoff, have you seen that one yet? I have not. My wife did without me. She cheated on me. Mm. Very upset. Very upset by that. Dove, did you? Okay, Dove. No. No, Dove? Yeah. Did not check it out? Not surprised by that, but I want to we leave are you out. Yeah. So, so I like the song. Yeah, of course. I think the song is great. Yeah. And I remember the a, music video and everything. It's show. a behind the scenes documentary of, of yeah. how it comes together, which is pretty cool because you have all these mega stars. There's some interesting stuff there, but like people are talking about this thing like it's the greatest thing ever. Really? And I saw it and I was like, okay, it's a, yeah, like John Harper at SNY. Yeah. So you've seen it three times. I was like, yeah. I was like, it's not 8 Mile. I mean, I, that's what I, I saw 8 Mile three times in the theater. Yeah, did you really? I did. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, that's a great movie.
6: And it's a good movie. You went to Cranbrook. That's a private yeah, school. Yeah. His name's Clarence. Yeah, Clarence's right. parents have a real good marriage. I, I interviewed Papa yeah. Doc once, oh, and I told really? him that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he never well, heard I mean, that before. Yeah, he's not really. Now he's you know Captain America. So, I mean, Dude, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's
5: he's no longer Papa Doc. I interviewed him right before. I was actually filling in for Maggie Gray yeah. at Sports Illustrated. I forget. SI Now, whatever it was called. Okay. He was in that day. And they're like, oh, we're having Anthony, what's his name? Uh, Mackenzie or whatever. Anthony Mackie. Mackie. Anthony, Anthony Mackie. Mackie. We're having Anthony Mackie on. And I was like, Papa Doc this, <laughs> this is great. And then, like, I forget what I asked him. And he answered a question. I go, "Um, you went to Cranbrook. That's a private school. And, like, he laughed. And <laughs> yeah. it was fun. But that he was promoting the first Avengers that he was in. Yeah. What is he? He, he's he a, was he was Winter Soldier or something. Well, he was in Winter Soldier. He was a, a
6: the foul he was I can't remember the so name of the So now he's actually Captain America. Now he's Captain America. What happened when to Chris Evans? He Chris Evans' character passed the torch to him. At the, at the end of the endgame final Avengers movie. I can't keep up with this. Right. At the, at the, now listen, I'm sure at some point he'll be back. Chris Evans will yeah. be back as Captain America. But he at the end of the movie, he gives him the shield. And he's an old man. He decides not to come back and travel back into time. It's a long thing. He goes okay. He goes back into time and just lives yeah. his life. And then so in present day, he's an old man, and he gives... Um, Papa Doc, we'll call him yeah, that. Yeah, right. The uh let's just call him Papa Doc from now. On. He gives him the shield and he's Captain America, and then they did a Disney series thing with him and the winter Sol- soldier, and he's kind of Captain America now. Wow. But I think okay. it's the Falcon or something. Like His name is Sam Wilson slash Falcon. Falcon. So he's the he's the Falcon, but he's I believe now well, he's, he's, he's he's got the shield. He's kind of Falcon
5: slash Captain America. He'll always be Papa Doc. He'll to always me. be Papa
6: Doc. Yeah. yeah. No, that, anyway. I mean, listen, that was that was peak Eminem, man. Oh he was, come on! He was I can watch that world. movie yeah. every single. I, I, I was surprised huh? he never did anything again, though. He never really acted again. Anthony oh. Mackie? No. Eminem? Eminem? Oh. He's,
5: he, he did it, eight ball. Yeah, I
6: know, but I would have liked to because he was in. He was in like talks to do other things, and it never came to fruition.
5: Actually, I think it is a twenty-five because I've been getting the emails from the Eminem uh, like in store, the merch store. Mm-hmm. Twenty-five. Years I know. I saw him promoting it since the Slim Shady. Yep. LP. Nineteen ninety-nine. Crazy. Yeah. 25 years it I feels know. like it was yesterday and that, you
6: know what's funny as big of uh, not to talk too much about Eminem when that it's one of my least favorite Eminem songs and when Eminem first hit and that was his first single I was like this dude's trash right. like oh, what garbage right. and then I mean the I listened the- to the whole album and I was like this guy blew <laughs> my mind and I was like the greatest I mean yeah. I became I, I tell people all the time I'm nuts about it I would put in the new Eminem album whenever it came out, and I would it would be in my car until I learned every until I had every single lyric memorized. It did yeah. not. It's the only thing I listened to. Until I, I used to do it at parties that I would do full Eminem songs and know all the words. Like I I I'm sick with that. It was like a challenge
5: Jeez, to I'm, get
6: every single Eminem lyric.
5: Even I'm not that nuts, but I will say that I've been listening to more of it because of the. You yeah, emails 20- from the merch store. Yeah, I, mean, I know. It's, well, it's... I bought some stuff, of course. Man, I might have to buy some more. Um, but I love Eight Mile. If I had to rank two of my top five, maybe maybe even three, Private Parts and Eight Mile would be in there. Wow, that's saying something.
6: That is saying something. They would not make mine, for the,
5: They wouldn't even make your top five. No, Private Parts either. No, I
6: love Private Parts, but no, not top five. Really? Well, I got them, I got things. I got three of them are taken taken up by Lord of the Rings alone. So that's
5: tough. Oh, jeez. All right, BT, itself. Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Holy, so what? you're saying you've met two out of the?
6: Uh, you've met an actor from both. Movies, Eight Mile, and Private Parks? That's true. Yes, you have.
5: Why? Who? Anthony Mackie and uh, Evan Roberts, the legendary, (laughs) great Evan Roberts. I was like, "Hoff, are you listening? What's (laughs) going on?" I never said I met both people. That is true. How about that, Mister Evan Roberts, the great Evan Roberts? that still bothers me, actually. And now you mention it, few things that are on my list that I'm a little (laughs) yeah.
6: Oh well, I'm Evan's
5: not my favorite
6: guy right now either. Very upset with Evan. You didn't make the book either. I didn't know. I didn't get a thank you. I, you know what, I, and I didn't expect one. But when Bible? I heard when I heard both Loogie and Sean Marash got a thank you in this book, I am I was furious. I have to admit, even worse. Evan's my guy. I love Evan. I'm I. I score books like Evan. I defend him every single. He would get made fun of and mocked, and Craig would hmm. kill him. And I would turn that microphone on. I go, "No, Craig, you're wrong. Scoring scoring games is awesome. I score the games. I love doing it. I defended him. We had a trip to Boston. He sung he sung in my face when they were Red Sox were beating him in the wild card game. We took a trip to Boston. Slept in the same room. Like I'm I'm back there every day. He's writing that book. The idea of the book came through, and I was on part of that show every day. I'd go back to his office. He was writing the book. I would talk to him about it. I was. Pitching him names and stuff. I, I was there for the process
5: of this book. Sean Morash
6: had nothing to do with this book.
5: Matter of fact, nothing. he told us yesterday when he was writing the book, yeah. it was when Morash wasn't even on the show. No, yet. it was me. It was me. I was, was back there with him out. every day talking to him about this book. Now I'm not saying I helped write the book
6: or anything, but if Sean Morash and Lugi are getting thank yous. Best damn belief, I
5: deserve to thank yeah, you. You and Hoff got snubbed by. I don't Eminem. care about Hoff. I care you know, about me. <laughs> Scott I deserve is, to thank you. Scott is calling from Northport. What's up, Scott?
8: Hey, gentlemen. Two of my favorite guys on WFAN together. You might have to keep it this way.
6: Well, that, no, that's, uh, you know, yeah,
5: it, that's not up to me. But uh, it's not yeah. the worst thing I've ever that's heard. That's not going to happen at least anytime <laughs> soon. But we're glad you're enjoying it for the day.
8: Um, well, you know. I know you Sal you always talk about, you know, King Cohen, but can we just admit that Cashman's still the king in New York?
5: That's
6: right. No. Cashman is the king of New York. There's no doubt no, about I it.
8: Remove the no, I removed the crown. So he... I remove the
5: crown from Cohen, but it will be bestowed upon him in the off season. Cashman's not a king. Come on now.
8: He's a king at getting the best hitters. I, I think we can admit that. No. You know. But he can't get pitching. So that's I don't think I Cashman's
5: wanted... Cashman's king. Nothing. He I came. Mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> Cashman's lucky he's got a job at this point.
8: <laughs> that is true. That is true. I'm just trying to bust your chops.
6: But no, it's not with- true. No, no, no. It's not true. He's not lucky to have a job. They're lucky to have him. Yeah. <laughs> name another GM in this town that's been here for 26 years with as many championships as, as Brian Cashman. Yep. I, I,
5: I can name yep. a GM that went to a World Series more recently in this town. One, one? one. Did they oh, win it? it? It's all it takes. Did they win it doesn't it? matter. Did they I mean, win it? Brian Cashman has been to a World Series oh, okay. since 2009. I mean, yeah. Uh, so? Keep going. Yeah, ride how many, that out. I mean, how many championships has he won? I get it. How many years winning? I get it.
8: Thanks. I knew it would get you going. So, yeah. anyway, um, with the pitching stuff, obviously you get Snell. I think it's a no-brainer. But one other oh. thing I want to talk about that costs us nothing is why don't we just take Bauer? What are we waiting for? C-Mac, I wanted to get your take.
6: Well, I mean, listen, that that it's exactly what they need. Now, I, I know the Marty Mush thing. I don't know if you saw that pitch into the barstool guy got two two hits on seven at bats against them. I think that's kind of every that's every. You didn't see that? No, I did. There's not. This guy Marty Mush uh, works for Barstool. Apparently, he played college baseball mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Uh, doesn't, you know, not to knock him or anything, God knows I don't look like an athlete, but he doesn't, he doesn't, when you right. look at him, you will go, oh, that, you could tell he's a former player. Right. He just happened to play high school or college basketball. And Bauer came in and they simulated seven at-bats. They had a simulated strike zone. Any contact would be simulated. They would play it mm-hmm. out. And he had seven at-bats and got two base hits off of, mm. off of Bauer. And it's kind of making the rounds people are mocking Bauer, you know, but that aside... It is the perfect fit for the New York Yankees. I don't think there's any dispute. It is a top level, top of the rotation starter for minimal money. I mean that Mets is as well for that. I matter. mean for anyone really, but I mean well, particularly but specifically the. the no, Mets I do it fits the Mets nearly as well as it fits the Yankees.
7: How
5: they desperately need pitching. They don't want. They spend don't care for about it. this year. Yeah, right but but they talk about making the playoffs. I mean why would you you get you paying nothing for them? Right. It's like, "Oh, here, I'm a good because pitcher, he, and he's I'll a- pitch for you for nothing." And the Mets are going to turn him down and say, "Go get Michael Lorenzen?"
6: Yeah, because the headache that that he brings, there's a negative element to it. whether yeah. you or I believe he deserves a second chance, and I think it's hard to say he doesn't. But there are going to be people who are upset that you brought in Bauer. There
5: is a, a headache element.
6: Yeah. There is going to be there...
5: more people who are upset that you bring in Michael in for different reasons.
6: <laughs> <laughs> but but the point is, is that I just uh, the the Mets aren't all in to win a championship. That's uh, the the Yankees are right now all in to win a championship. This is the year right. they have to win one. Like to bring him in fits this team like a glove, a second starter that you don't have to pay money to. I mean, the Mets, it's not as much about spending money for the Mets. It's, they can go get Montgomery and have a true answer over the next handful of years with, with, with Cohen's mm. money. It, it makes no sense to me. But the short-term nature and the one-year deal and the minimal amount of money for a top-of-the-rotation guy fits the Yankees purposely, perfectly, but they're not going to be the team that's the first in that pool. They're
8: just not going to do it. Rob is calling from Edison, New Jersey.
5: What's up, Rob? Hey, guys.
8: How you doing today? Um Listen, I, I, was, I wanted to piggyback on the discussion you had about Yankees catching up to the Oreos, making up that 19-game difference. I mean, if we look at what's changed in baseball the last two years with the NBAization of the playoffs, seven teams make it, winning the division does not matter anymore at all. You look at Braves and Dodgers last two years, they were dominant regular seasons, mm-hmm. didn't come close to a World Series.
6: Yeah, but I don't think it's fair to just say that. You're looking at a short-term, with this new playoff structure, we've only seen it in a handful of years. I still want to win the division. I still want to have home field. I still want to, you know, there's still some element in it. Is it less important than years prior? or, Or, you know, yeah, I suppose, but... I don't think you could just fully say, well, it doesn't matter if you're in the wild card. It doesn't matter if you don't have home field advantage. It doesn't matter any of that. It's a short sample size. But we're also talking about two teams. And the the Dodgers have been, like, let's be totally honest. I know they've been to a couple World Series. They won it in 2020. They've won one championship since 1988, and this group in particular continue to flame, flame out. Continue too. to flame out yeah, in the, in, the, Pandemic in the COVID year, yeah. year. They can. I mean, we talk about moves to to put you over the top. Have you seen what? And he's he's rated the second best baseball player. Have you seen Mookie Betts' numbers in the postseason since 21? I mean, no. they're, they're putrid.
5: He's hitting 100. I, I mean, h- I hate the idea, C-Mac. I'm not saying it's not reality because yeah. I think it is, but yeah. I hate the idea of. The regular season being diminished in any way yeah. in the division, like I know in basketball, it, it feels different. Like the yes. divisions, I couldn't even name you the division in basketball anyway. Right. It's irrelevant. It's right. a conference. We go by that. But divisions in baseball, it it does matter. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I mean, it matters less. Yeah, factually, factually, it matters less. Yeah. How do they? How do you excuse the Diamondbacks and Phillies getting to the World Series the last few years? No doubt. Look at the Braves and Dodgers, and look at the teams that actually got in the World. Like it, it does minimize to to. to You know the Mets credit I guess this year saying oh we could be a wild card team and maybe their hope is we don't have to win the division we don't need to build a team that can win 105 games right just go win 85 games get in and anything could happen
6: no I I totally agree but I still think they need to bolster this team to get to an 85 win team like that's that's the uh, thing
5: they're they're not a good example of that but 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 I I I guess that's that's the hope is that. Nobody thought the Diamondbacks were going to go to the World Series last year.
6: No doubt about it. More than ever, baseball is a get in. But I mean, this it goes back to even the, like Derek Jeter would always say, "Best teams get there. Hottest teams win." That's I mean, you have to have that kind of. I talked about it. If you looked at down the end of the season, the stretch of the year, the Texas Rangers damn near blew the division. Like they were, they mm-hmm. were great. They had this big lead. Their bullpen was awful down the stretch, but they figured out a way to stem the tide and then got hot in the postseason. It's about getting hot in the postseason and having guys come through. There's no doubt about it. You can have the best team. You could be the Atlanta Braves. If you go cold and do nothing, I mean, look, they won it in 21 without Acuna. I mean, is there a better right, example than the Atlanta Braves who lose Acuna, get Jacques Peterson and Jorge Soler, and have those guys go off on tears and win a championship, and then have Acuna back over the last two years, have better regular seasons, and flame out in the postseason? I know, They're the
5: epitome but, of what baseball's become. It just doesn't make sense then. And then is that does that mean that it's just luck? Like, are the, are the Yankees just— No, not just, luck. Is it's it a matter bad of playing luck? well. Yeah, oh, but—well, I, I know a lot of times you make your own luck, but look at the Braves. They lose Acuna. Yeah, right. they made moves to upgrade their roster, but nobody expected them to win the no. World Series, and then they do. Yeah. With that, with that particular situation, or like Phillies and, and Diamondbacks the last two years respectively get in yeah. there. I don't know. It takes away from it for me. And I know it's the expanded postseason it has a lot to do with that, the way that it is. The most— I'd rather it. just go back to having. The, they're never going to do it. No, but what do you want to just have the two? The, the, yeah, well, the, two, the best team in the American League play the best team in the National no, League in the world. No, the, you the have the ALCS. The, uh, two best teams, a West and an East. Yeah,
6: and yeah. that's it.
5: They're never going to go back to or that. even. I know because it's not going to have fewer. Right. They're going to end up having. But don't more, you want, but like, I
6: mean, don't you want to have a uh, some teams have a chance? Like if you go to into that, the like, like yeah, like honestly, if it was just best team in the a- East versus best team in the West playing in the CS. Oh,
5: right, well, How about go back to four? Make four yeah. divisions and four divisions. No, listen, you, right, win the division. you have to this. win the division to get in. Split it up into four divisions if you like, yeah. but you have to win the division to get in. Yeah. And now you only have four teams, which means there's a less likelihood listen. Of getting upset.
6: When it's 162, it's very difficult to minimize the it's it sucks when you minimize the regular. And season. that's what
5: they're doing. They are.
6: They are. There's no doubt. Adding playoffs and adding structures and adding wild cards, you're minimizing the regular you're season. You're right, There's it's no different. Doubt about it. It's
5: different for the NBA. It's not, One, yeah. You're talking about 162. You, you play that many games, they have to matter. BT and Sal on the fantasy. And wait till
6: realignment. Wait until the Mets and the Yankees are in the same Uh, division.
5: That'll knock me out. And there's no more American League and no more National League. I hope that happens when I'm retired. BT and Sal on the fan. C-Mac in for BT on this Friday. More your calls on the other side.